the 10 essentials that we always take on a trip. Let's talk about that. And welcome to Just Squatching Around with your host, Mads, for another podcast episode. And if you haven't been with us for the last, I think I've done five of these now, the last five episodes uh, this season, we are talking about gear. So I'm starting to do some theme seasons, and this is the first one. And I figured what better way to start out the theme seasons than to talk about the basic necessities for when you go out on that hike or you're traveling to a destination that you're going camping or something to that effect. And so I just really wanted to get into some of the essentials that we kind of have in theory uh, when we go in camping anywhere when <laughs> when we're flying, motorcycle camping, car camping, you name it. And I figure this would be a good way to kind of say some of the gear items that are a little more miscellaneous that we use on a day-to-day basis when we do go camping. And I don't really have a category for So this is my way of kind of saying those. Now, I'm not in any way, shape, or form sponsored by any of the brands or anything like that of what I'm going to mention. All of these things have been with us for a very long time or, you know, we've researched on them. We've used them out in the field a couple years. We absolutely love them. So in order to start with the tennis schedule, I guess it's not like least to greatest or best to, you know, meh. This is, there's no order to these. I'm just saying them as as I go. So the number one essential, and I guess this would be kind of the number one essential for us, would be our camp stove. Now we have two different types of camp stoves. We have our Coleman stove and we have our MSR pocket rocket. We have had two generations of the pocket rockets, and let me tell you what, they are the coolest and handiest things to have. Now, when we talk about camp stoves, there's so many different possibilities of camp stoves out there. There's the bigger Coleman camp stoves that you can have that have the little propane tank and everything, and I've used those before. We used that when we were going out west um, back in 2013, and I think we even used it in Virginia one year? No, we didn't have it for that. We had it for 2013, and that's when we bought it. So, I mean, I've I've had the experience with that. It's great. It's if you are just doing some basic car camping for like a weekend or if you're just starting into it, it's pretty functional. Right? It works like a regular stovetop. It's pretty easy to maneuver. Now, with the MSR pocket rocket like we have, and there's multitudes of versions of the pocket rocket. I know Ozark Trail and Walmart carries one that um, John was thinking about getting just to have around for, you know, the house. And I know other brands have carried it, but we have looked at the MSR because it folds down so tightly. It is just this little dinky thing when you fold it down, but when you fold it up, it creates this nice stove that you can just 
crank onto a, one of the little propane bottles and it works effectively. Now our Coleman little Coleman stove that we have, I think it can run, it runs on camp fuel. So it's a little different, but it works just as well. We love it. It's something, um, it's a bigger burner than what the MSR pocket rocket is. So we like to use it when we have a group camping with us, when we can use the big percolator. Um, it's easier to use instead of on the pocket rocket. It's a little unstable. Now, the pocket rocket's cool because it does come with a stand. I think it comes... No, we had to buy the stand separately for the propane bottle, which is pretty cool in my opinion, but that is one of our like number one things that we always take with us. It's handy to pack, especially on our trips that we have had to think light um, packing-wise, but it's just been an all-around cool thing to have and great essential. Now, number two kind of goes with it. It's our Stanley pot with the little green cups that come with it. We love our Stanley little pot. We actually have two of them. One to keep, <laughs> two, one to keep that's the original and then another one that's a backup just in case we have more people or just if somebody wants to play around with it, we kind of have that other one. I think I think we ended up with the other one, I don't know, for like maybe a couple bucks or something somewhere. Or we were given it, something like that. But we absolutely love our Stanley Pot. We boil a lot of water because we take a lot of freeze-dried meals with us to save money on costs on um, food when we're out going camping. And sometimes we don't have the ability to go to a store or to have a cooler or to have the luxury of eating out because we're so far in the boonies. So we take freeze-dried meals because they're very convenient. And they're very convenient if we're going on a 11-mile hike during the day. We can take that with us, the MSR burner and the um, Stanley pot and a little can of fuel and we can just go down down the mountain or down the canyon or wherever we're going and we can heat up lunch in the middle of it all. So I would definitely say we we've used the crap out of our Stanley pots. That and there's cups that come with it that we use for coffee all the time in the mornings. So that's been kind of a nice luxury as well. I'd say number three would be our Ucko candle. So it's either Ucko or Yuko. It's spelled U-C-O. I mentioned it, I don't know if it was the last episode, I mentioned it in a previous episode, the Uko candle we usually use inside the tent. We'll let it burn all night. Uh, it, oddly enough, helps with keeping moisture down in the tent. I, <laughs> I don't know how to, dis- how to explain it, but we, that's why we usually run it. We don't run it for a heat source or some sort of light. We usually just run it because we have found that it keeps down the moisture in the tent. And it's we've used it in a four-person and a two-person tent. So bigger, a bigger tent and a smaller tent. And it's seemed to work just as well. Now, the bigger tent, it, you're still going to get a little bit of condensation on the bottom there, we found. But not as bad. And I mean... It rained during that trip, so that could be part of it, too. But we've found that it is great to keep around. It's handy. It's also small. They have a bigger version. There's two different types of candles you can burn, the beeswax or just the 
I think it's paraffin wax or something like that. And uh, so you have two different choices on that. Now, if you do have one of them and you're trying to uh, slide the candle part down to remove that ex- that little bit of candle that's burned off, I do highly advise you to watch. Uh, sometimes the wax gets in between the slots and it's very tricky to open. We've broken glass before. Now you can get the glass replacement for those. I think we just ended up buying a completely new one because it was just, I don't know if it was cheaper or we just didn't want to mess around with it. But there is replacement parts for it if you do accidentally happen to break something like that. Now, number four would have to be... <laughs> Sorry, I have a cold, so if you're hearing me, it's that's one of the things. Um, I would say number four would always have to be our camp chairs. Now, there's no specific brand of our camp chairs. I've been running with the REI folding camp chair. I would have to say the folding camp chairs in general have been phenomenal, not just for camping, but we used them when we went to Blossom Music Center and different other functions. They're actually much more portable than your regular lawn chair or, you know, the ones that fold up and just fold up and then you take them and they're super bulky. I don't know what those are called. I guess those are camp chairs too. But I'm talking about the ones that, like, the frame folds down and you take the little um, webbing off and fold it in with the stuff. It's really cool. I think my REI one is called a Camp Flex, but we also own a Nemo and a Helix, I think is what it's called. Um, we also own a couple other brands, and they work just as great. Now, the Hilo, it's Helinox or Helix, let me look that up. Anyway, that one has been great just for the fact that it's hard. It's Helinox. That's what it is. The Helinox chair has been great just because it's hard sometimes to find a chair big enough for John. Now, if you have been following the podcast episodes, you know that I did one about um, traveling with a very tall person. He is 6'5", and so trying to find gear sometimes that accommodate to him a little better is kind of difficult. Oddly enough, you know, we ran with some REI camp chairs. I'm pretty sure they were called camp flexes too. We've, We've owned them for five years. They've been so worn out now because of how much we have used them. They have little burn marks from ashes from campfires that accidentally got on them and they're, the things are frayed, and it's just, they've they've done their time, that's for sure. But to find the Helinox that's longer, I don't remember which one it is, but it has the longer back. He absolutely loved it. I got him for his birthday last year, and it's just been phenomenal for him because he finally found a chair that he can actually, like, not have to worry about the back and stuff. So, but we also got him a Nemo that we found at the REI garage sale. So, we've been kind of toggling back and forth between the two. But it's nice to have a folding chair like that. Like I said, just because of the compactness. They've been easy to take with us everywhere. They're not as bulky as the regular ones. 
and they get along real well. So I'd have to say that that would be one of our top ones. Now, number five would have to be my, would have to be my healthy blankets, I would say. I'm always taking at least one with me. Now, the reason I call this as an essential, because we have been caught way too many times with our pants down, so to speak, with it being cold. And now I try and keep a Kelty blanket, and they're, I usually keep their bestie blankets with me, the little, um, the little version. I have a BFF now, which is the bigger version. It's more like a two-person, but the littler ones I keep with me definitely just in case it's smaller, it's more compact than the big one, but it gets me by. Now, the big one's nice just for the fact that if you didn't need it, you could still use it like a pillow or, you know, something to that effect. And I, that reads me into number six, which is our Thermarest inflatable pillows. Now, we don't take regular pillows with us when we go camping. We have looked into different options of inflatable pillows over the years. And we've even looked into um, some other options along the way. But I would have to say that the Thermarest inflatable pillows are by far the best out of what we have looked into. My brother has used what was called the rumple pillow, where you put like a shirt or something in, and he found that very uncomfortable. Now, John just bought a Nemo inflatable pillow, and he said it's fantastic. But inflatable pillow across the board, no matter what brand it is, and that is something handy to have just for the fact that, again, you don't have the bulkiness of a regular pillow, and you can just easily store it, which is fantastic, in my opinion. Now, number seven would have to be our headlamps. We always take a headlamp with us, or I guess our headlamps slash our BioLite sunlights. We absolutely love the company BioLite. We got into them after hearing about them from a YouTube couple called Elsa and Baron. We were a little skeptical at first, but once we really got into the brand, we were like, oh, this is great. This is fantastic. And we've kind of gotten hooked and addicted. Now we have their new light, which is the Alpen Glow. We've got the, the smaller version of that. We've got two different versions of their headlamps, and we also have the sunlight. Now, the sunlight was what it started at all. It's this little square light that has a little stand, and it's also solar char rechargeable. So, you can charge it in the sun, or you can charge it via micro-USB. So, we love that advantage for the fact that we just hang it on the tent during the day and it let it charge and then at night we can use it. And that charge goes on for forever, it feels like. It, it does keep a charge real well. And we love the fact that all of their, all of their lighting consistently when it comes to that stuff is, has different settings to it. So, you can put it on red, you can put it on the white light, you can dim it, you can you know, change different colors. It's, it's really fascinating in my opinion. And I, I love, I just absolutely love it, but it's been a necessity for us to take something to that effect, whether it be that it's, uh, our headlamps and be able to see around camp or the sunlight where, you know, you can prop it somewhere and you don't have to worry about, oh crap, I can't see, but you don't have to wear it then. 
so I would have to say just loving loving our headlamps, loving our sunlight, definitely. Those have been our two top things that we just absolutely take with us every time. Now, number eight, um, struggling here. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what we have and what we don't have. And that's the that's the problem. Oh my goodness. What have we taken with us? Have we taken that? We've taken that. I've mentioned our sleeping bags already. I can't say anything about more about those. Um I would have to say if I'm thinking anything of it, it would have to be my convertible pants would be number eight, would be one of my essentials since I have bought them because of the fact that they've been handy to hike in because I wear them as pants, and then if it gets too hot, I can wear them as shorts. And I guess, and John has some too. We've kind of gotten hooked on those for the fact that, you know, we had to buy some of that when we went out west the first time together back in 2019 when we went to the Grand Canyon and Zion. And then we also had to think about it when we were motorcycle camping, which they're very handy for that because. When you're on the motorcycle, I don't typically wear shorts on the motorcycle just for the fact that it's kind of a, like a known thing. To just don't don't wear shorts. If something were to happen, at least I have a layer of clothing, you know, for the, the pavement to grind on before my skin. But it was nice to have that luxury of, okay, we're going to go on a hike. We're on the motorcycle, but we can, you know, I can convert it into shorts. I'm not going to feel like I'm dying on the hike. Number nine would definitely have to be my Tevas. I've already done a thing about shoes that should be one of the just recent previous podcast episodes about shoes. But I I guess I will say number nine, my Tevas, just because I, well, and even my Chacos, those have been one of the things that I always take with me. I use them as shower shoes, camp shoes. I'll hike in them. I'll go around town with them if we're in town. Like, they have been my overall go-to things. And even when we were out at the Grand Canyon when it was a little cooler or in Zion, it was nice to have my Chacos for that kind of different different shoe wear for when it was warmer. And I didn't feel like I was wearing, like, living in my hiking shoes every day, all day. Because it got so got so cold there that I was just, I, my ankles, the back of my ankles were so raw for having to take my hiking shoes off all the time because I'd have to wear them over to the bathroom or, you know, wear them here. So that's why I kind of have switched to my Tevas just for the fact that with my Chacos, they have this, this awkward toe loop and I can't wear socks with them as easily as I can with the Tevas. And so, I yeah, I'm the socks and the sandals person, but it's just one of those things that it's, it has been nice and convenient to wear socks with my sandals to, you know, tool around a camp with. I mean, yeah, they make camp shoes, but I don't want to buy another pair of shoes that is just strictly for camp. And I'm, I try to condense everything down so we're not packing so much, as you can tell. I mean, everything that I have probably talked about in all these episodes have been very compact and very um, lightweight and 
very conscious about all of that because we don't want to have to deal with something if we we decide to fly or we decide to you know go back on the motorcycle we don't have to be feeling like we need to buy something else or rent something when we get there we have all of the gear to do so and we don't have to worry about okay is this gonna fit and that's why I guess I'll say number 10 when we I will say this I love our Plano storage bin. So number 10 would obviously have to be our Plano storage bin. We take it with us when we go out places if we're not like on the motorcycle or flying obviously, but we when we car camp, we keep everything in one space. And that is our Plano. Now if it doesn't fit, we'll maybe carry one other extra bag, but usually we make sure everything fits in the big Plano storage bin or some sort of watertight storage bin. We used to have a different one and I think it disappeared. But I would have to say any storage bin, uh, it's great because then when we do come back home, we have some place to store our gear. Now, once we get things situated, we'll have a little gear storage area but for the time being it has been fantastic all we have to do is take it out make sure everything's in it and just put it in the car and I guess that's that's the only reason that this is on my 10 essentials is because it's just something that has been handy to have now some honorable mentions would have to be my sea to summit dry bag I absolutely love my sea to summit dry bags I will vouch for them every day i There's something I take with me all the time. We're always, always in somewhere where it's a possibility to rain. So I always take something in case of that problem. I am very careful, especially when I take camera gear with me. And that's another thing. Speaking of Plano, uh, I have two camera Planos that I use. It's actually just like a watertight Plano bin but they're the size of my cameras, so I have something, and it's a little more cushion. That way, if I'm putting it in the motorcycle saddlebag, I can think about it at ease. It's got that cushion, and that if there's impact, then I'm not having to worry about, oh crap, my camera. And I have to think about that stuff a lot. Now, I will probably, I don't, I'm very conflicted on doing a gear episode now about camera gear because later on I would love to do a full season of photography and a little bit about camera gear in general but I might just do a general camera gear slash optics podcast I guess I don't know. Maybe maybe I will, maybe I won't. Uh, I guess I'll figure that out. But that's kind of some of the 10 essentials that we take with us. I'm sure there's other things that I probably don't think about, like our, our, um, our foons. Yes, I said foons. They're like a spork that folds down. They're easy to take with us. They're uh, in the Stanley pots all the time, which is great. It's something more compact our hammocks. I mean, there's different poss- different things that probably didn't make it on the list, but we we always take the 10 things that I, I have mentioned, and it's always something. I know 
Some people probably have other 10 essentials that they take with them, but that's ours, and I maybe have sparked a little interest in some of those things for you today. So with that, I think we're going to end this podcast, and I hope you guys have happy trails.